swamp drawer where all good produce goes to die. Dun, dun, dun. We couldn't afford it even when there weren't food shortages. We certainly can't afford it now. Recession-proof your grocery budget. Learn to grow the food your family eats without the weeds or the waste. For more information about my simple and easy container gardening course, where you will learn to save money by growing your own healthy organic fruits and vegetables, go to joyfulprepcontainergarden.com. Have you ever found yourself feeling out of control and overwhelmed with all the chaos in the world? As mothers, we're dealing with some pretty heavy stuff. Joyfully Prepared guides and reassures mothers that they can create a home of love, unity, and laughter, as well as produce an atmosphere of resourcefulness and resilience. I know a lot about a few things and a little about a lot of things. I'm your host, Wendy Birkin, and this is the Joyfully Prepared Podcast. This is the Joyfully Prepared Podcast, and I'm your host, Wendy Bergen, and I'm excited to introduce you to my guest today, Jenny Lee. Let me tell you a little bit about her. Jenny is a teacher of 20 years. She is inspired to help women be aware of their own self-care after a realization of how her own lack of self-care had put her in the wrong path. After a few taxing life events, years of self-separation, postpartum depression and divorce, life directed her on the path of self-care and self-discovery. She uncovered her connection to happiness and inspiration through her morning routines and self-care embodiment. Jenny is now on the journey of guiding other women to heal and reconnect with their dignified and highest selves through morning rituals and self-care. Jenny, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. I love the name of your podcast, Joyfully Prepared. Yeah, we can all be prepared and (laughs) still be joyful. I love it. That's right. That's the way it should be, right? You say in your bio that um, you uncovered a connection to happiness and inspiration, and you're now on a journey of guiding other women. So how did you uncover this connection? Oh, thank you for that question. Um, I find it really important that other people hear this too, how to uncover a connection with yourself um, and happiness is really to focus on feeling good, focus on doing fun things. Um, And my thing is doing that in the morning um, because that's when, okay, when you wake up, uh, your mind, your brain is um, in the state, uh, what scientists call the hypnotic state. So it's between uh, the delta wave and the theta wave. So it's like, you know, when you're groggy, that's when your brain is the most impressionable. Like what you said earlier, that there are like, you know, some uh, life events. One of them is divorce. Um, and it was like the peak of everything, you know, that was just, um, accumulating because of my lack of self-care and self-separation. Um, and that led to a destroyed relationship between me and my ex-husband. Um, and, uh, so I moved out of the house. Then I, um, we had, um, we got this, uh, split custody where I could have, a couple of days, a few days, you know, during the week 
for myself. Like at first, because I was so busy uh, taking care of everybody else, right? And I had like, oh, three days. What do I do with these? <laughs> what do I do with myself? Which is like really interesting. But then uh, that's when I discovered I needed to take care of myself. And having that breather um, gave me some time to do things for myself that made me happy. And slowly, I started to become more present for my child and then realized, oh, wow, what was I doing? You know, I was not in a place where I could teach anything to my son. I was not in a place where I could um, raise a child, <laughs> you know, um, in a positive way, uh, at least. And so, uh, yeah, if that answers a question on um, what kind of got me started, it was that realization um, of when I was just like down at the bottom, you know, uh, because I hadn't been taking care of myself and I was just miserable and exhausted and depleted. Um, I think that is wise and quite amazing that you could go through a stressful, stressful divorce is not easy to anyone, um, especially when there's a child involved, mm -hmm. but that you could be so, um, it probably took you a little while. Like you said, once the divorce was happening and the split custody, joint custody thing probably took you a little bit for you to go, wait a minute, I do have some free time. You know, like I'm not, I don't have to stay in this ball of stress anymore. So that probably you, you unraveled that a little bit. I, I'd like to go. And so I think it's, I think it's, uh, so what I hear you say without um, some people get offended when I say things like this. So just, it's not bad. I just, they go, what? But what I'm hearing you say is that although the divorce was tragic and it wasn't what you planned or your ex-husband planned for your life, the divorce was a blessing because mm -hmm. you got to take, come back and learn about yourself. And so you're, I, I'm hearing that you're grateful is what I'm hearing. Is that right? You know what? I am. <laughs> I really am. Um, I think something that um, a lot of women should probably understand is that, um, you know, why um, I got on, you know, like this wrong path of not caring for myself, it also stems from uh, inculturated, um, I, I won't say obligation, but a lot of women are inculturated to compromise themselves mm -hmm. in, a, in a family, right? Um, and it just, it's just not a way that works for anybody. When you compromise yourself and, you know, it also um, included um, the way people treated me. So, for example, you know, my ex-husband and um, and it was also um, it also stemmed from probably like, you know, some low self-esteem, um, right, that kind of led me to uh, self-compromise. And so there was like already things that wasn't work that, that weren't working in our relationship, but we just kind of like continued with that. Right. And then um, the, the child um, was born and then more compromise for me, more compromise, including that lack of self-care. 
um, and especially in the culture that I grew up in, um, in Asian culture, um, you know, there's like this a subconscious story uh, that goes on um, that says, if you take care of your family and while doing that, you're breaking, that you break your body, you're such a noble person, right? Um, I mean, it is ridiculous now if you think about it, and we all know that, but then why do women still not take care of themselves and still put their needs at the bottom, right? Um, and so uh, that's, that's my lesson. And yeah, yeah you're right. It is a blessing because mm-hmm. it took me away from um, a culture that enforced that kind of belief on women that they should compromise themselves. And um, I think I broke down at some point and I got out of there. Mm-hmm. Then I started to learn more about myself and learned how I was on the wrong path. And so, yes, it is a blessing. It's a blessing. Okay. So, um, I, I, so I, I have a sense of humor. (laughs) Hopefully you will take it like this. I don't want to get a divorce. I like my husband. I like being married, Mm -hmm. but like you mentioned, I struggle with caring for myself Mm -hmm. and I'm learning to go along with this is that, um, many in a, in the, in, we talk about this, uh, about women giving and, and caring for other people. There's not a lot of people who turn around and care for a woman. The the mm. children don't because they're not supposed to, they're just supposed to be children and be raised. Yeah. Um, husbands maybe, or may, may or may not know how to, I have a really good husband. He does his very best. Um, but it's thank you. And, um, but not everybody has that circumstance, but I think this kind of, culture or traditional um, thing where women don't get to be cared for. Mm -hmm. I think that's causing a lot of problems. I know it's causing me, my personal, my health, that kind of a thing. Um, But so I don't want to dwell on that. I want you to talk about how you work with women and how you help them carve out time to care for them, like to literally spend time with themselves, loving themselves, creating joy. Cause what I heard you say in the very beginning of our conversation was there's this time in the morning where we're tired, but it's a very um, specific time where our brains can receive information mm-hmm. and there it's um, I don't know what the right word is, but the brain is more a, uh, impressionable impressionable there it valuable. is I, think mm-hmm. I wrote that word down so you're saying that if you wake up in the morning and the first thing you think about is the problems of yesterday mm-hmm. that that kind of will carry on because the brain yeah. heard that right mm-hmm. but if you wake up in the morning and you immediately find some way to either be grateful or find some point of joy to focus on the brain says oh we're going to be joyful today let's go yes. do that is that what you're saying? Yes. Okay. Exactly. That's pretty cool. Now, does mm-hmm. it matter what time of the day you wake up to have that happen? Or is it just that early, that time when you're first waking up? So, um, when I first woke up, um, 
it could be, I guess it could be any time um, of the day, like, you know, sometime in the morning. Yeah. But my favorite is the time when the world is asleep. Yes. Because then, you know, there's no noise. You just with yourself. Yes. That's like the best peaceful time Same. that you right. could give yourself. Right. right. Um, and so I would say that, okay, I wake up at five in okay. the morning now, mm-hmm. but that is not something that I would suggest to anybody who don't, who, who don't like the mornings, like 70% of Americans. I heard <laughs> like statistically Americans right. think the mornings are dreadful. <laughs> so, all right. I, I could um, share with how I started yeah, please um, do. I started with 10 minutes okay. early. Woke up 10 so minutes say, early. Yeah, so I have to be at school at 7.30, right? Um, and usually I would just like wake up at 7. So that gives me time to brush my teeth, grab coffee, and then like in, uh, commute to school in a rush. And so like, you know, if there's like traffic or something, like I would be stressed out. <laughs> so this is not a good time to start the day. No, but then... Um, because, um, well, at, at a point in my life, I just decided I can't keep doing this. Like, this is just so bad for me, bad for your nervous system. And so I started waking up 10 minutes earlier. And in that, uh, in, within that 10 minutes, what I asked myself, like, what would make me happy? And that was dancing. And so I started playing music and then just like dance myself silly. Nobody's watching. And and that's, that's the, um, that's actually the benefit of waking up in the morning when Mm -hmm. everyone is asleep yourself, right? You do what makes you happy, um, without being afraid of being judged. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then because I enjoyed it so much. Um, I thought, okay, I want to do this a little longer. So that means I would have to wake up a little earlier, maybe five minutes earlier. That's fine. Okay. But then I got to do that a little longer. Cool. And so, um, that kind of, um, uh, transition to, you know, uh, 15 minutes and then 25 minutes earlier. Um, and then the following week, probably half an hour earlier. And then I started to, um, add other things to do in my morning to, um, show love to myself. Like Mm -hmm. maybe I, uh, get to do some challenges, like some, um, difficult dance moves. Right. Mm -hmm. But then if I just get to practice it two or three minutes a day, uh, think about the progress I could make within two weeks. Right. It's true. Right. Yeah. And then I got in touch with that part of myself who's still growing. Like, hey, mm-hmm. I can do this. It's such yeah. an achievement. Right. So um, like for me, I was practicing my inversions <laughs> with yoga. Oh. I, yeah, I was horrible at that. <laughs> um, but then like little by little, I was challenging myself you know, on how to do on, on doing that or watch some videos for like just three to four minutes and then, okay, now I get to balance myself. Like okay. maybe with the wall this time, but at some point I'll try without the wall for a few seconds. Right. Right. So, and then when I got to do that just for a few seconds, like, Oh my God, I did it. Yeah. Right. So it's like that, that joy that is sparked because right. you challenge yourself and just for a few moments, you know, you realize that you could do it. So that's like another aspect of like, you know, um, the fun things that you could do. Um, and I also do, then I added juicing, okay. um, and meditation and then breath work. 
And now my morning routine is um, two hours. And that's wow. why it's now five in the morning. But right. before that, it was a transition between like you know, of 10 minutes and 15 minutes and 20 minutes right. you know, in increments. Uh, so right. that's like the most gentle way of doing yeah. it. That's the kindest way that you could do for yourself mm-hmm. um, because it doesn't work for me to uh, wake up two hours the next day when I have not done that for years. Right. And that, that's just not sustainable. Wake up two hours so you could go to the gym. Uh, yeah, I would, I would probably sustain that for, I don't know, a week. Right. Right. (laughs) And then you'd go back to that because if you want to make, um, that a habit, Mm-hmm. It needs to be fun. It needs to be gentle. It needs right. uh, for your body to like it. Yeah. Isn't right? that a, a thoughtful thing to do for your body? Yes. And um, to make the connection to being joyfully prepared. Right. <laughs> so I've already given you all the fun things that could give you joy. Yeah. So that's why it's really important for you to explore what is it? That makes me really happy when I do it. You know, for some people, probably be outside, walk outside, um, mm-hmm. fresh air, or mm-hmm. Peloton, or yoga. Um, it's find something simple, right? right? So anything that gives that brings a smile to your face right. or singing. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Absolutely. Um, and so, um, when you do this off enough, so if you do that one morning. You generate this happy energy, this joyful mm-hmm. energy within you, and that prepares you for the day. Yeah. Right. And when you do this often enough, when you introduce your body to mm-hmm. joy and happiness every morning, as you open your eyes, you are actually healing your nervous system. Wow. So many of us are just so used to stressed, stressful environment, right? We, mm-hmm. we, we kind of think that, oh yeah, you need to hard, you need to work hard and be stressed because that's life. And that is so not true. Um, you won't be able to enjoy what life has to offer when <laughs> your nervous system is so tensed up all the time. And so, uh, by preparing yourself in the morning and you, and you go through the day, um, through the lens of fun and joy, and then the next day, and then the next day, days become months and becomes years, mm-hmm. and you change your personality completely. And it sounds like your body and mind will start to expect you to bring it joy, to put it in a place yes. of joy. We, like you said, we tend to um, allow all the stress in our life. Mm-hmm. Sometimes stress just happens because we yes. live in, in a world of, of crazy, but mm-hmm. well, sometimes we, we put more stress on us than we actually have mm-hmm. to put on us. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, but what you're, what you're saying counseling us to do is that you start your day I just think it's a, it's such a beautiful thought. I'm, I'm sitting here listening to you and I'm like, it just makes so much sense. If you start your day with something joyful and yes. I don't just mean a cup of coffee or something like that, but something that really does make you happy. I, and, and so talk just a minute about how does, let me see, how does a person, a woman 
discover what makes her joyful. But number two, um, does it have to be in, in your, what you're teaching, is it all about movement or can it be other things besides like exercise movement, that mm-hmm. type of thing? So movement is definitely um, preferable because, mm-hmm. you know, I've always believed that the body is made for movement. Mm-hmm. And it's really important that you, you, your body feels physiologically, mm-hmm. uh, you generate that energy in order mm-hmm. for it to be absorbed by the mind. Okay. Right. Um, and so that's why when uh, there's like some kind of momentum, some kind of movement, okay. yeah, that's why when we're actually hands-on yeah. uh, doing things, learning things, mm-hmm. you, you understand it better. Right. Yeah. And this is yeah. you teaching your body to be happy right. um, by reintroducing your body to fun things. Right. And so uh, what you said about, um, you know, us living in stressful environment earlier about like how we got used to that, that is really because the body um, is so used to producing cortisol, the stress mm-hmm. hormone. Yeah. Right. And it is uh, cortisol is addictive. Yeah. Um, and so even when, okay, when we're happy, but for when somebody is, say, depressed or um, unhappy, and they're so used to the unhappiness, um, they would subconsciously go back to that unhappy state. Right. Because physiologically, um, you know, that stress hormone right, like, right. is still there. Yeah. And so now we, uh, when we're um, doing all these movement that makes you happy, we're uh, reproducing new hormones, new chemicals, dopamine, endorphins, you know, all the happy hormones, right. That, Mm -hmm. um, that your body would start producing, um, when you introduce to, uh, these new emotions Mm -hmm. and then you would keep doing that day by day and that by day and your body would start then release the cortisol and be familiar with mm. all those happy chemicals. Oh, that isn't that beautiful. Right? That's so. a wonderful thing. That's a mm-hmm. and and I, that's it's so so I my I myself, I'll I'll just throw myself down on the whatever, the stage mm-hmm. of whatever. I don't know. Yeah. But a lot of times I find when something stressful happens and it's not my fault. <laughs> Mm-hmm, <laughs> like mm-hmm. a thing happens, a family yeah. thing happens, health issue, something like that. And I didn't do it. And, um, I find myself stressed out because I can't get out of the pain fast enough. Right. Because I can't really control a situation. And what I do, and honestly, what I see most people do is that I tend to be, feel like a victim. Oh, mm. this thing happened to me. I'm in pain. If this person only wouldn't have done this, or if they would have done that, and then I wouldn't be in this pain. What was me? It's all their fault. Right. And mm. I become this victim. Yeah. What I'm hearing you say, and what I try not to do is to stay in that place very long. Mm-hmm. And I, I use gratitude to move out of it as fast oh, as possible. What I'm hearing you say is that this movement, this joyful movement that you create for yourself in the morning, that it will help me and other people who do what I do, which I think a lot of people do, but um, 
it'll help me to move out of that that victim mindset quicker and 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 hand in hand with my gratitude mm-hmm. because i'm i'm choosing to focus on myself yeah and not it not in a selfish way i mean it is selfish but really it's a i'm focusing on myself i'm bringing joy to myself like i'm taking responsibility for my joy Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And that's what this is all about. We mm-hmm. are taking charge of our emotions. Yeah. Right. And what's the easiest way of doing that by, fo- if not focusing on happy stuff, right. fun, and yeah. you are getting ahead of it. You are taking yeah. responsibility, right. From the start. And so, okay, then you go to work some stressful things happen, but then because you're already fortified with all this positive energy, nothing mm-hmm. is really a big deal anymore. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. So an example was, um, yeah, it was just not too long ago. My son broke a glass that I already, you know, was in a good state and already was happy. Mm-hmm. But um, And so it's like, oh, okay, broken glass, stay away, don't get hurt. And I cleaned up throw it away. No big deal. But imagine if it was a different state, the opposite mm-hmm. of that when I was stressed and exhausted, oh, yeah. right? Like how would I deal with broken glass? Yeah. You would <laughs> not like have all been the a happy sharks. mom. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And so it's like, it's magnified in, um, in different ways, depending yeah. on your emotion. That's really, really true. And you are a more present, as you said, a present mother, yeah. You're, you recognize your child's, the fact that your child is a human being who deserves love and care. And that love and care has to come from a mother who is caring and loving herself. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's really, and then we, we're able to move it into caring, loving for our families, our husbands, our other people that we come yes. in contact, our coworkers. I mean, like you said, it really, it really magnifies itself into the world where you, if somebody cuts you off on the road, mm. maybe in a stressful state, right? You're like, even though they yeah, can't hear right. you, but you get yourself worked up. But in a state of um, this joy, you can make you could be, maybe he has to go to the bathroom really bad. He had to cut me <laughs> exactly, off. Exactly, <laughs> right? So you have more compassion yes, for other yes. people. Because why? Because you gave yep. yourself that compassion first. Exactly. That's first beautiful. Thing in the morning. Yeah, Jenny, that, yes. you know, that's really, I really appreciate the conversation. I appreciate your wisdom and how we've kind of talked this through. And you've really clarified a lot of things for me personally. So I'm very grateful. Oh, thank you so much for um, expressing that. Me too. I'm very grateful. And um, on your question on how I guide women through this Mm -hmm. is uh, by being their accountability partners. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, it is really normal for them to, oh, okay, I woke up late again this morning. But then, but say after we talked, she woke up a little earlier and she there did something go. that she loved, but then maybe she uh, falls off the wagon. Mm-hmm. Um, but then if she could get like one or two mornings right. in, right, right. And she already uh, in- reintroduces her body to, you know, all this fun things that are possible for her. Right. <laughs> right. And that's good enough. It's two Absolutely. compared to zero, zero from two weeks ago. 
Right. right? Then we're going to try again next week. And um, usually um, when you maintain that kindness and mm-hmm. gentleness for yourself and don't judge yourself and don't mm-hmm. beat up on yourself um, because you, you, you don't meet a certain expectations, right? Um, that would even be better for you because, Absolutely. okay, I missed it, but I'm going to do better tomorrow. That's so, right. Yeah. And we, and we can give each other that, we'll give ourselves that compassion and empathy. Like, it's okay. We're mm-hmm. going to wake up tomorrow. We're going to try it again, right? Yeah. Yeah. And also it's, it's good. Um, it's also a, a very, um, it's, um, it also gives yourself compassion when you sit down with yourself and ask you, ask yourself, what makes me happy? Mm. Right. That's how we explore the activities. Right. Um, right. It's really easy for me. It's dancing because I always like music. I've always liked uh, movement and, mm-hmm. um, and I find uh, different challenges um, to be nourishing because mm. then I'm, I'm expanding my skills. Right. right? And for uh, it's different for different women. Maybe it's singing. Cool. Maybe right. it's learning guitar. Right. That's cool. Right. There's time. And, yeah. There's mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, um, and we can um, figure out what uh, certain movements that, um, that they like, maybe like some, uh, we can start with light yoga poses mm-hmm. that are easy. Um, and the idea is to anchor that joyful energy, Lovely. um, through the movement. And so, yeah, it's, um, um, and what you said about gratitude, right. Uh, so Actually, when you first wake up in the morning, oh yeah, of course, like you don't feel like moving, but when the first thing that you think about is gratitude, that's mm-hmm. positive energy, it's yeah. high vibration energy, mm-hmm. um, then the, the following things would be so easy, right? Yeah. It's like, I'm grateful that the sun is shining. <laughs> I'm grateful for this bed that's been supporting me. I'm grateful that there are so many possibilities today. It's like, yeah, when you, um, like, you know, when, when the positive positivity snowballs, it's so much easier for you to get out of bed compared to when, yeah. Like Mm -hmm. I remember when I was depressed, I did not want to go get out of bed. Of course not. Right. And it's heavy energy. You don't Mm -hmm. want that. Mm -hmm. And so, um, when you, uh, get yourself used to saying thank you when you wake up, then your, your brain would start identifying all these different things to be grateful for. Right. And right. that, that builds such a positive momentum. Well, you know, this has been such an enlightening conversation for me and I really appreciate your expertise. Um, there are going to be listeners who are going to want to know where to find you to uh, learn more from you. So where can they find you and are, do you, like, are you having any kind of, um, do you do programs? How do you, how do you help women? Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, you can find me on, um, Instagram. It's uh, sunny Jenny Lee. Uh, and I think you will also, um, they'll uh, be in my show notes. Yeah. Okay. Right. In the notes in the description. Um, mm-hmm. uh, so the program that I'm going to start on Friday oh. is called, uh, 100 
and one days of believing in myself. Um, and so we're uh, taking this idea of morning routines to uh, a next level mm-hmm. um, because I think a lot of women need the support because a lot of us are just so um, dragged down by self-doubts. Yes. Right. But what if within these 101 days, first thing in the morning, um, in addition to all the positive energy that we generate, mm-hmm. we also cultivate and implant self-belief in ourselves. And we make then throughout the day, we make decisions based on self-belief and love for ourselves instead of stress and fear. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. So that's what we're focusing on. Perfect. Self-love, self-belief. Um, and we're going to have support groups, um, and zoom, um, meetings, uh, to kind of reinforce that. Uh, yeah. And so that's the, co- the program that's coming up, uh, that I'm so excited about. So yeah. Um, wonderful. Contact me for more information. Absolutely. And like I said, everything that she just said will be in the show notes. So you can click on that link, um, to find uh, on the show notes, you just find her information there. So thank you, Jenny, so much for spending so much time with me talking about your specialty. And I'm, I feel like, I'm like, I'm going to do this. Dadgummit. <laughs> it makes me happy thinking about it. <laughs> ah, I'm so happy for you. Yes, it's a wonderful thing. You're bringing a wonderful uh, energy into the world uh, that we need so badly. And so I'm very grateful thank for you. you. Thank you so much. Oh, you are so welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed uh, what Jenny had to say. I had some light bulbs go off, honestly, for me and and understanding a little bit more about self-care and introducing joy at the beginning of the day. And I wanted to remind you to take time to teach somebody something, something that you may have learned during this. Um, It's good to teach within 24 to 48 hours of whatever it is you are learning or that you learned. Share with them like, oh, I learned this thing about, you know, rituals in the morning or whatever or whatever it was that you learned or whatever it is. I I, I found the whole thing about that that morning, that early morning, just waking up part, how you introduce joyful thoughts into your life. I'm thinking maybe I would um, create some kind of an alarm or background or something so that like I usually, one of the first things I look at is my phone just normally to see what time it is. Do I, can I go back to sleep? (laughs) But maybe I put something on there that reminds me as grateful as I am, that reminds me to be grateful, like right in the morning until I can start generating that. I'm usually really grateful but it takes me a few minutes. But if that's the first thing I can think about, I wonder how that would be different for me. So take the time to think about something you learned and share it with someone. Maybe it's a child, maybe it's um, a spouse or a friend in church. Who knows? You never know. But um, it'll help you remember it. It'll help you remember. keep it inside. There's a word that starts with an R that means that retain. (laughs) Oh, goodness sakes. Um, 
So um, thank you so much for listening. I wanted to invite you to my free Facebook group. It's www.joyfulprepgroup.com. The group is called Joyfully Prepared, and it would be lovely to have you there to enjoy other like-minded people and conversations to help you grow and to become more joyful and to become more prepared. (laughs) And I appreciate so very much listening and downloading and subscribing and encourage you to ask others to do the same. Share this podcast with other people. I appreciate you and I hope you have a lovely day. Thank you so much for listening to Joyfully Prepared. I'm grateful for you and appreciate you inviting me into your life. Please subscribe and tell all your friends about this delightful podcast. Leaving a joyful review would earn you all sorts of karma points too. I invite you to join my free Facebook group at www.joyfulprepgroup.com and join with other like-minded mothers.